Welcome to Hello from the Other Side, where we validate how our loved ones on the other side are always with us, ready to help when called on. Here's your host, psychic, medium, and best-selling author of There Is No Death, Only Life, Maria Verdeshi. Hi, this is Maria Verdeshi. Welcome to today's show. Today we have Jean Cherie. Jean is a fine art sculpture in Northern California. I am so happy to have you here today. Hi, Maria. It's a pleasure to be talking to you. Oh, thank you. I'm going to have to tell everyone the fun backstory of Jean. Oh, here she goes. Here I go. I know, Jean, I have to. I have to tell it. Okay, go. For any of you who have heard of a fun show called HR Puffin Stuff, Jean here is the one that did Puffin Stuff's head. Right, Jean? Right. (laughs) And how fun is that? And when that show was on, that was my absolute favorite show. And when I met Jean and got to talking to her one day, and all of a sudden she said, oh, yeah, well, I worked on Puff and Stuff, and I did Puff and Stuff's head. I was like, what? Back the bus up. Did you just say you did Puff and Stuff's head? And there you go. Yes. So there you go. Amazing. Now, Jean has done some... Really, I want to say amazing, amazing large sculptures that really have a meaning behind them, a huge meaning behind them. And the first one I want to talk about, and energy. When you see some of these larger sculptures that Jean has done, the energy behind these are incredible. The first one was Wave of Violence, which is a seven-foot-tall, right, Jean, sculpture yeah. that done. And it's amazing, and it's depicting of a mother of a son who was shot and killed. And I'm going to kind of let you take it for here. And it was for the Art of Peace show. And Jean, I'm going to let you That's tell right. the story behind Waves of Violence. What struck me about the project, which involved the use of chopped up, confiscated, collected gun parts. I don't work with metal myself unless something is cast in it. But the mother and son story touched me so deeply. I'm a mother of a son as well. And the idea that struck me the most was the mother reaching out to try and save this son. And they're both being engulfed with waves. It brought to mind to me the idea that maybe in the midst of this tragedy, there is some way that their arms are touching, that she's trying to bring him back. And also brought to mind uh, Michelangelo's Piazza, where the mother is 
holding the dead sun, but we know that there is going to be a rising up again. So just uh, <laughs> to save it from being just so totally devastatingly sad and tragic is that there is a rebirth. But you don't see that in this big sculpture. Anyway, it was very fun to do. It was carved in styrofoam, which is not your conventional sculpture medium, unless you happen to have a background in showbiz. So it's, it's pretty commonly used to carve set pieces and props and all of that sort of thing, which is what I did. So it looks like it could be stone or it could be bronze, but it's pretty touching. And then I used the the gun parts. I branded them into the waves. So the idea was that they'd kind of look like kelp floating just below the surface. So I actually took a blowtorch and heated these pieces up and branded them right into the styrofoam, which was great fun. I mean, if you think about it here, you're using these gun parts and adding them in there. That's a lot of energy going into the sculpture also with that. When I I had heard about that, I was like, wow, that really adds to it. It does. And it adds a bit of mystery because it these chopped up pieces look like they could be some kind of ancient rune or some kind of mysterious letters. So they certainly did add another dimension and element to the piece. Where is this one at right now? The Waves of Violence, where is it being displayed? Right now, it's at, in the McCune room at the Vallejo City Hall. So it, it is on display, which is really good. For anybody that can't get there to see it, you can also Google Jean Cherie, C-H-E-R-I-E, Waves of Violence Sculpture, and pictures of it will come up. You really, really have to see pictures of this to get, I want to say, the big picture, Um, but it tells a story and you can feel it. It's so good to hear when people let me know that they have been affected by it, that it has touched them. That really makes me feel like I've done my job. So, Oh my gosh, you definitely have. And because we're going to stay on topic with yours, your sculptures that tell a story, that have a meaning behind them, that have some kind of a, a mission behind them. Another one was the Lady Samantha. Mm-hmm. And what is that one? What's her story about, Jean? Her full title is the Lady Samantha of Vallejo. And she was created in opposition to a proposal of a company to build a cement factory right at the mouth of the Napa Napa River to the San Francisco Bay. That they would even consider doing that is so ridiculous. Yeah, the idea. Now... 
back in the day <laughs> that Mare Island, which is across the river from Vallejo, was a huge center of shipbuilding for the longest time. And when the uh, Navy decided to leave Mare Island in 1997, that took all the big source of income out of the town. And there still is a contingency, a large contingency of people that want this blue-collar background and idea to come back. And it's not going to come back by bringing a polluting factory to town. So my idea for the Lady Samantha was that of being oppressed by this cement just covering the residents of Vallejo. So she's, again, she's about seven feet tall, and she's uh, carved in styrofoam. And there's this wonderful stuff you might have seen. It's a two-part foam that two parts of liquid, you mix them together, and they foam up beautifully. It's so fun. Oh, wow. So I poured it. I poured it over her head. <laughs> And over her hands. And so then when she was painted, she looks like she's being buried in cement. So that's wow. her story. She's lightweight. I could push her all over town. I'd, I'd take her to the farmer's market and leave her there. And people would talk about the cement factory. And sometimes I'd forget to come and pick her up. But she always made her way home. <laughs> so... So what a great way to get people active in what was going on. You got conversations going on, people interacting yeah. with each other. That's amazing. Over art, over that was sculpture helped get people talking and helped get some action going. There was such a great group of people doing what they could do. There's so many people that are good at explaining things and writing things down and making banners and getting in touch with people. My skill is to make art. I'm a good sculptor. That's what I have to figure out. How can that be presented? How can I make the impression? So that's it. Which is important because when things like this pop up now, it's always people want to know, well, I kind of want to help, but what can I do? So with right. you, here is your kind of outside the box kind of a way that you help. And I love it. It's in the form of art. And here you got all these people talking and all right, well, what do we need to do? And things moving more. I think it's amazing. Thank you. And just to say, to figure out a way that if, well, like right now, to be an artist is a great way to express where, what is the positive, the possibilities? How do we think forward of where we want to be and how do we depict that through whatever art you do, whether you're a writer, a musician, a painter, a sculptor, all of these. Think about how you can 
use your particular skill to say what you want to say. Exactly. Because I think that everyone on the planet has something, just Mm -hmm. something. Even if it's one small thing, everybody can do that something that they're good at to help. And then we have Genius Girl. Yes, Genius Girl. We get into a funny story with this. Again, a lot of, it seems like a lot of this is bouncing off the fact that I'm living in Vallejo. One thing that I noticed when I got here is that if you want to do something, this is the place to do it. You just do it. Like we were talking about before, Maria, do it and then ask for permission later. Uh (laughs) But sometimes you can kind of get in trouble that way. But the concept, all of these concepts are ones of somewhat similar to graffiti or to um, the impact that art can have on a large scale in a place where you might not have expected to see it. But uh, the Genius Girl came about because a chain of events where this old sculptor was exhumed from somewhere in Vallejo that had been on display back in the day, and some bright person thought that this should be placed back in a prominent place because it was taken down. So it's logical. You put it back up. (laughs) Right. It's not a good piece. It's called genius. And what it is, is it looks like a fallen angel. It's a male. It has wings. The wings are the nicest part of it. But he looks really tortured. He looks like he has just excruciating pain on his face. Oh, wow. So many people were just saying, no, we don't want to see this. It's just, this is nuts. They're going to spend a whole bunch of money refurbishing this thing, putting it back up. So anyway, one of the art commissioners said, why doesn't some sculptor in town do something in opposition, stand up to this. And they mentioned, well, you know, like the bull and the fearless girl on Wall Street. And uh, that went, okay, I got it. So I decided that I would do a black girl taking a knee with a power arm and her hand over her heart. So to cover all the bases. No, she's just covering it off and checked with a few people, and they liked the idea. They thought it was good. I wasn't going to be doing something that would make people upset. I don't know. I haven't talked to those people. But I'm thinking, where am I going to find a black girl? I don't really have any in my building. Where are boys here? So I was at another meeting, and... This young girl comes up to the fellow I was sitting next to and said, hi, Mr. Allen. And I went, boink, she's it. So 
I went and introduced myself to her and her mom and mentioned the story of the bull and the little girl on Wall Street to kind of give a idea. And her mom pulls out her phone and pulls up a picture of this girl standing next to the fearless girl on Wall Street. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoa, okay. She was just the universe just kind of plunked her in my lap. Absolutely. That was perfect. It was. And they absolutely love the idea. This is a very precocious young woman. And uh, she posed for me and has been, she and her mom have been really excited and really participating and we do the whole social media stuff so we're on Instagram and Facebook and she's got the whole process depicted from when we took a piece of styrofoam and taking the pictures and all that stuff so it's been really fun the new friends I'm making and the people I'm meeting and all that so so now she's complete she looks like she's bronze She's bigger than life size. She's probably, if she wasn't kneeling, she'd probably be about six feet, I'm guessing. Because I was thinking if we put her in a public place, we don't want her to just look so tiny, which can very often happen with sculpture. So, Right. And so there she is. Everybody, she's, she's complete. And I think that now... There are some folks that want to work with me to raise money to have her actually cast in bronze. So that would be really exciting. That would be really exciting because then what a great statue to put up and take the other one down. They will never take the other one down. Yeah. I just have to hope that this will overpower that's exactly what I was just thinking. Yeah. This is such a powerful one and it has such great energy with it. And you just look at it and feel happy that it would overpower the other one. Absolutely. The cool part about it too, like I said, now I'm not going to be able to just uh, leave her at the farmer's market like <laughs> I did the Lady Samantha because she's a lot more delicate. She has... Uh, very slim appendages and a gust of wind would blow her miles away. So showing her and we will take her to places, but the idea of community involvement like that people can contribute if they would like to have her be ours. She's ours. We'll pay for her. And then we just have to figure out where to put her. (laughs) So the sculpting was the easy part. The manipulating, the dealing with the city, the raising money, all of these are not as easy for me to do. So hopefully I I will have a good team to work on that. I can definitely see it being done. Yeah, good. Yeah. That's what I like to hear, Maria. Thank you. I definitely see it being done. It's an amazing piece and it has a good message behind it. I like it. It does. We need all the empowerment that we can. You know, it occurs to me, people talk about Vallejo as being the most diverse city 
in the country. And I can see that's true, but it's not the same having four different separate groups unless you can get us all to interact and to be one, to be one community that we all work together for. And just in meeting Myla and her mom, Tamala, and the other people that I've been working with, is that I've got new friends in a part of the community that I've been wanting to interact with, but have not had the opportunity. So that's another one of the really uh, wonderful aspects of doing this project is that I have a whole new group of people to be friends with. That's very good. Oh, how nice. That is great. And I will be excited to see the um, statue get bronzed. Very excited. Yeah, me too. (laughs) So uh, we're hoping to have a Facebook that will be called Genius Girl. So we're that's in the works. So hopefully you'll be able to see, go back and see the whole process of carving and the time lapse of uh, painting it, which is always pretty hilarious. So perfect. Oh my gosh, Jean, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You are welcome. And for sharing all of these wonderful things and I love it. And like I said, Jean is a sculpture and she does things on smaller scales also. And where can people look you up, Jean? I'm mostly on social media, but I belong to the Mare Island Art Studios, which you can find on Facebook and Instagram. And my Instagram is Juanita Sharita. Figure out how to spell it yourself. Oh, sorry. And um, and Facebook is Jean Cherie. So come and see. And I will be in Traverse City. Yay. Yay. In September, I'm going to be in a show, a women's show that's called Archetypes. So I feel like most of my work is our archetypes. So I'm really excited to be there. This is at Higher Art Gallery in Traverse City. The reception is September 6th. Perfect. Come and see me. Oh my gosh. I will be there. Definitely. Good. Yes. I'm All right. To it. All right, Jean. Again, I'm thank looking you forward to seeing you. I appreciate you being on the show today. Um, my pleasure. Thank you, Maria. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Hello from the Other Side. You can connect with Maria and book a reading at mariaverdeshi.com. While you're there, be sure to join her email list and be the first to receive special offers.